Yo, what's up? It's J.D. McKissick from the Detroit Line, and you're listening to Blue Brothers Sportcast. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I'm Caleb, and with me, as always, is Brandon. Uh, man, well, I do, I do realize that it feels like forever because... I recorded. Did I record by myself? No. Did I record by myself last week? It was the week before. Yeah, the week before that. I am so thrown off. <laughs> I, no I am too. So, um, yeah, welcome. So, it is 2020. Uh, this is our second episode, so I feel like I should be a little bit more on top of things, but I am obviously not. Um,. It feels like it definitely feels like forever since Michigan's bowl game, but anyways, that's what we're going to be talking about here later uh, as we dive into things. But we always begin with the garbage play and the rock moment, so we need to get those out of the way. I want to rock. <laughs> All right. Rock moment of the week brought to you by Rock and Rye Pop. <laughs> <laughs> um the uh so I I'm going to use for my rock moment of the week. Um I don't know how much you were able to enjoy over the past weekend, but the entire weekend of wild card weekend for the nfl was fantastic i mean some of them were a little bit slow at times but all of them except for one ended in a one possession game and two of them went to overtime so i mean how how good of a weekend how much did you get to watch over the weekend I actually didn't watch any of it. <gasps> None? I, oh no. I watched some highlights, and that's about it. Wow, I'm surprised. I had kind of a busy weekend, and honestly, I forgot there was games on on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had other things going on anyhow. Um, Sunday, I, I think I watched a, a little bit of it, but not a lot. Yeah, I... um. I think the main reason why I watched on Saturday was because I was in still in the bowl game mindset. And so mm-hmm. I saw those games were on and I was able to get connected with it. I don't I'm having trouble picking up uh, CBS games and everything. So they had some of the games on the other channels like ESPN and Fox and whatnot. So I was able to pick up those other games. But yeah, they were. Parts of them were a little bit slow, but I mean, definitely at the towards the end of the games, really exciting. I am still a little surprised. I mean, I know it was a weird year for them, uh, but a little surprised about the Patriots losing. A little, a little surprised. I yeah, I mean, we talked kind of a little bit about it last week, uh, and I remember saying something about the Titans, how they're kind of the hot team right now. Yeah. So it it didn't really surprise me too much that they they took the Patriots out. It yeah. does seem weird, the Patriots being out so early. <laughs> yeah, when was the last time that they didn't win a playoff game? 
Oh my gosh. I don't know. Yeah. Blows my mind. But anyways, um, actually, speaking of which, uh, might be a decent opportunity uh, to mention the locks that we had. I locked Seattle covering the negative two versus Eagles, which they did. And you had the Texans covering negative uh, three versus the Bills, which was kind of technically a wash because of the uh, they won by exactly three points. So, um, and then the other stuff is, yeah, Michigan stuff. So, uh, yeah, good weekend of football. It'll be interesting. I, I don't know how much I'm going to catch this coming weekend, but I'm interested to see what happens with the matchups they have. So, but that is the uh, rock moment of the week. And then, of course, always going to the other end of things. Okay. Apparently, there's some music playing in the background. <laughs> Do you hear that? No. Oh, some stupid video started playing on my computer. I love it when it's like 30 minutes later. It random is just like, oh, there's a video. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Not that that qualifies for Garbage Play of the Week, but now it's Brandon Cern for Garbage Play. Garbage Day! All right. Hit us up, Brandon. What you got? Oh, it was a little difficult this week to find something. Um, You know, like I said, I didn't really watch any of the games. Uh, I did go back and watch highlights, though, and some of the lowlights, I guess. Uh, The one I got is from the Saints and the Vikings game. And um, did you see the fumble that Drew Brees had on first and 10 on the Minnesota 20-yard line? Yes. Towards the end of the game? Yep. Yeah, that that had to take it. Um, completely changed the flow of the game. That pretty much sealed the deal for the Saints. Well, who was their other quarterback again? Hill? Was it? Um, um, they have him and they also have Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Well, Hill came in, um, and did, uh, ran some plays. Um, cause I know it was Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and I thought his name was Hill. So yeah, Hill came in and I think right before that he did one or two plays or something like that and got him, you know, got him a first down when they needed it, got a really good run or something. I think it was the run where it was at the top of the field and, uh, he ran for like five or six yards and he was in a pile and they thought that he tackled him, but he broke free and got like another 10 yards. It was like a huge momentum thing. And then Drew Brees, the starter, you know, the anchor goes in and then he fumbled it. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Hill, he's kind of their athletic um, runner, I guess, mobile quarterback. Yeah. Um, speaking of gar- garbage plays, um, I honestly feel like the uh, Texans got bailed out um, in the game. I don't know if you saw it, but at the beginning of half, the second half, the Bills kicked the ball to the Texan um, player in the end zone, and he didn't really do the fair catch signal. Okay. Um, which normally I, th- I always associate with the wave kind of thing, you know. But apparently, yeah. like, in the end zone, they also do the arm out thing. Okay. Um, and he he honestly really didn't. Like, he had his arms down to his sides, and his fists were out a little bit by, like, I don't know. It looked like inches. I, I don't even 
I don't even know if he was consciously thinking that he was doing it. But he catches the ball. It doesn't take a knee. He just tosses it to the ref. The ref deliberately gets out of the way to not touch it because he's considering it a live ball. And then the dude just walks away. The Bills land on it. And they at first call it a touchdown. Um, or touchback or whichever one it would be. Um, yeah. And then they review it and they said, like, the receiver gave himself up or the player gave himself up. And I was just like, no, not really. I mean, that was like the <laughs> weakest form. I don't know. People, people were, there was a little bit of discussion on Twitter about it. I mean, I can see where there's a little bit of room for it, but I just thought it was the late. I felt it reminded me of when players would get to the one yard line and drop the ball before going into the end zone. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, you, you didn't do it. You didn't do what you're supposed to. You can say all you want that it was what you meant to do, but you didn't do it. Yeah, the old Deshaun Jackson thing. Yeah, oh my gosh. And then there was that one year where it kept happening over and over again. Yeah, I think Deshaun D- Jackson's done it about two or three times. It just blows your mind. Well, one time in college, he did a cartwheel into the end zone, and they called him down at the one-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And wouldn't that have been a 15-yard penalty, too? Probably on top of it. I don't remember. I think it was like a, uh, like the Senior Bowl or something like that. Oh. It might have been. It might have been a high school um, All American game or something. Oh, okay, that was like the first time he did. He did like a cartwheel into the end zone. Nice. All right. Well, I think it's time to get into the fun stuff. All right, we have a voicemail. I'm not going to forget about the voicemail. (laughs) So I'm going to take a moment here and just uh, talk about, remind people about how lovely the Citrus Bowl was. Um, The final score of 35 to 16, um, you know, Alabama winning by 19 points. And, um, you know, Michigan doing the impressive of having the lead at halftime, I I can honestly say, and I was happy about it. I was surprised they had the lead at halftime. Um, But then in the second half, they nothing happened. So um, honestly, though, um, real quick before I go to the voicemail, when you when you really look at the score, I mean, there I know there was that late touchdown and everything. So technically you could have been like, oh, it was more so like 28 to 16. Yeah. Holding Alabama to 28 points uh, technically is not too shabby. I mean, you know, one touchdown per per quarter. That's, I mean, when you're going to go up against one of the best ones, you know, I mean, I know we're talking about small wins when the victory didn't even happen, but. That that was something that kind of impressed me, but we'll get we'll get to more of that. We'll get to more of that. I definitely do want to get to this voicemail, um, and then we'll discuss what was in the voicemail and uh, go from there. So, uh, as 
here we go. Yeah, this uh, is for all you Michigan fans and one in Alabama, um, especially following um, them posers, those frauds. And I hope you, I hope you hear me. And I hope somebody tells y'all I called you out. Y'all wanted Alabama? You got Alabama. I didn't watch a bit of that game. I saw the, the highlight. And I wanted to watch the trophy presentation. These boys, went, they should have beat Michigan by 50. But y'all, all y'all fans wanted Alabama. You said they weren't going to be motivated. They were motivated. Yeah, you're right. I would hate to see what a motivated Bama team looks like winning by 19. It might have beaten Michigan by 80 points. But y'all wanted Alabama, right? This is y'all want. All you fans listening to some of them. Uh, y'all listen to those bums. Listen to those clowns, those chumps, and please tell them I called them out. I ain't like them. I don't. I don't say stuff in DMs. I'm. am I'm, I'm. I'm putting their names out there. Listening to those chumps. Won Alabama. Look what happened. Look what freaking happened. Don't ever blame the players, but everybody ripping Shea Patterson. Blame the. Don't blame the staff. It's the fans' fault. The expectations. Four losses every year, but we should just be grateful. According to, and yes, I'm calling him out. That Coach Harbaugh's there. His granddad, his dad lives next to him, and they, they, you know, they're better off without hope. Y'all gonna keep blaming Brady Hope for this? Brady Hope, Jim Harbaugh's best teams were under Brady Hope's players. It got nothing to do with nothing. This is sad. This is pitiful for anybody who thinks this is acceptable. Please go to another team. Please. Coach Harbaugh is the third highest paid coach in college freaking football in the United States of America. And they can't win 10 games. They go out there, they, they score 16 points in the first half and zero in the second half. Chris Parker is leaving, thank goodness, because there's a lot about him I found out. Uh, I pray that Don Brown is gone. I don't know who this Campanella guy is. I don't care who he is. And for you fans who are always nervous, stop thinking Michigan can't hire better people, better, better, better coaches. They can. You all are just used to certain guys. Y'all, y'all some of the worst fans. I've ever encountered because you don't expect greatness out of Michigan. You don't expect Rose Bowl championships, OS Bowl championships, Sugar Bowl championships, or even the playoffs. Y'all go with nine wins. I'm sorry to go up like this, man, but this, enough is enough, man. Enough. Enough of these seasons. I'm sick of this, man. I didn't watch the second half. Enough, man. This is unacceptable. Get Jay Harper out of there, Don Brown. Get some of those bums out of there. Start fresh because Coach Harbaugh – well, he knows him now. He's on the hot seat. But stop listening to them fake fans, especially and tell them I said their name. Go blue. Right. Even. Well, um, <laughs> fired he, up. Yeah, fired up as always. Um, you're gonna hear part of that. Part of that you're not gonna get everything on. Uh, one thing, and actually, I, I, um, this hasn't necessarily been mentioned before, but. Don't mind on the show if you guys talk about coaches, the players. I mean, within reason, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything unreasonable. I mean, uh, outside of, like, performance and things like that. Uh, people on Twitter, on the other hand, is another thing. But one thing that we're going to avoid on the show is um, back and forth between fan to fan and kind of the calling out um, just because that's not what – is intended so mm -hmm. there there will be some of that that you just listen to that won't kind of make sense because uh i'll have cut it out and everything um just for those of you listening and just a heads up about that 
uh, if you're wondering why part of it sounds a little chopped up. But um, but yeah, I uh, interesting on how he was saying about uh, oh man, how did he say it exactly? Like accepting um, going nine and four or being what? Do you remember exactly how he said it? Um, um yeah, kind of just like accepting four losses and being happy. I guess yeah. that we don't have Brady Hoke. Yeah, it, there was there was a specific way he said it, and shoot, I missed it. Um, but I would say I and and there there are fans who think on all different levels with it. My approach more so is if things don't change, that's just what it's going to be, and not saying like someone being happy with it is not going to change anything. Uh, I guess the way of saying it, you know, do you accept it or not or consider it successful? Um, you know, that's, that's a discussion point, but yeah, if, if nothing really changes, I mean, if, and you know, I had this discussion with somebody at some point, um, Don Brown's defense did a little bit better than I anticipated, but then again, I mean, kind of to Steven's point, I don't even know if Alabama was running on full cylinders, I would say. Um, but it was that where it's just like, you know, it was not the craziest amount of points that they've scored. Um, and honestly, the defense was doing more than the offense, which that completely shocked me. I mean, I the, the first half was the first half, but then <laughs> in the second half, the defense kept playing and, you know, air quotes, kept the team in the game, kept it a competition, but then the offense did nothing, which I completely did not think that was going to be the case. I thought it was going to turn into a little bit of a shootout because I thought the Michigan offense was actually going to do something while the Michigan defense was just going to, you know, get run over by Jerry Judy, which they did, 204 receiving yards. Right. But, um, yeah, if, if nothing changes, so there was the offensive change. If nothing changes, I mean, if you still have the same mindset, uh, if Don Brown still has the same approach moving forward, because by the time we got this voicemail, because I think he called on the day uh, day of the game or maybe the day after uh, Stephen's voicemail, but Don Brown's still at Michigan, and if uh, if he doesn't change his um, defensive strategy or they don't get better recruits, this this is the Michigan that you're going to be stuck with. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, everybody knows you can't just do things the same way all the time, expecting different r- results. Uh, the worst response on why do you do it that way? Because that's how we've always done it. That's the worst thing you could say. <laughs> right. And so um, I think uh, the offense will improve. Nothing like astronomical or anything. Um, from this year to next. But if something doesn't change with the defense, yeah, you're going to be looking at nine or ten wins, um, maybe 11 on the whole season, like bowl season included and everything. You're you're not – because, again, the defense works for 90% of the teams, but when you play Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State, you know, things like that, you're not – and whatever team you face in a bowl game, it's not going to work. So I would arguably say that uh, I know this is getting a little off tangent from the game. I would have to say looking at five years of Harbaugh's coaching at Michigan, he's, in my opinion, if you want to say 
successful. Like, because I mean, they've uh, there. It was even. I could be misquoting it, but I swear it was him. On you know, the goal of, is to win the Big Ten. You know, like that's the goal. If you don't get your goals, I mean, essentially it's a failure. I would <laughs> argue that the only real successful season that Michigan has had with him was 2015 because it exceeded expectations. They did really, uh, really well for the season. Um, They had close losses. They won their bowl game. It was a successful season. Um, Now I know that that can tamper and mess with your thoughts and uh, what your expectations are for having such a great first year and everything. But you can say all day because we, uh, I remember talking about back then, 2016. I mean, they lost three games by five points. That was probably the should have been the best year for Michigan football since Harbaugh's been here. And they fell short and it was unsuccessful because they, at most, maybe they should have lost two games. Maybe. But again, by five points. Like, there were just mistakes, errors, and everything. And it's just like, that was the best thing that they've had since they've been at Michigan. Like, overall, <laughs> top to bottom. And then you can't finish off a team like I Like, should have been Iowa. You, a, mm-hmm. a team that good, you can't let that happen. Um, but they did. And then uh, I know the Ohio State thing was the Ohio State thing, but then the same thing happened with Florida State, like key mistakes, especially towards the end of the game, you know. So, uh, but then after that, it's just been, I mean, 2017 was awful. Everybody knows that. But 2018, 19, no, not successful. Right. I mean, this season ended with nine and four. Uh, I mean, everybody could have been like, you know, Harbaugh gets on a regular basis 10 win seasons, but you know, if, uh, and I said this, I mean, I'm getting way off from the whole game, but I know that a a lot of people have talked about uh, recruiting and the competition and how close Michigan and some people are saying how close Michigan is and everything. It's just like, it would be different if, if Michigan like losing to Ohio state every year. Okay. Yeah. Ohio state has been crazy. I mean, Ohio state is where Michigan wants to get. And so, yeah, it's going to be hard to take them down because they're essentially like the Alabama of the big 10. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard for anybody to take them down, but it'd be one thing if they could beat everybody else or at least everybody else for the most part. But when you lose to Iowa and you lose to Wisconsin and you lose to Penn state and you always have, these two loss or two loss regular seasons before you even get to Ohio state. It's like, no, you're, you're still missing it. Cause if you're, if you're truly saying like, you're so close that you're on the, the edge of getting to where you want to be, then you would beat those teams and maybe not year in and year out, but you wouldn't lose to them every single year or every other year where you have two regular season losses. So yeah, I mean, I kind of, ran down a rabbit hole with that but <laughs> so yeah i mean you look at it as a as the whole picture and i don't know i guess this bowl game even just kind of reflects harbaugh's tenure as a whole mm-hmm. um mm. you know a big game 
a highly ranked team, a, a good team, and Michigan just fell short again. And, you know, like you said, it was kind of like the tale of the two halves. Uh, first half, uh, it was back and forth. And like you said, Michigan had the lead. Um, but, you know, I kind of saw it coming just because, you know, towards the end there, it's like we were just settling for field goals. Yeah. It's like, oh, here comes another field goal and another field goal. And it's it almost reminded me of a Lions game. Mm-hmm. where the offense can score points, the defense has a hard time stopping the other team, but the offense will like kind of peter out when they get to the red zone and have to settle for a field goal, and the other team just kind of hangs in there a couple points behind and then blows up. Yeah. and I mean, that's exactly what we saw in the mm-hmm. Citrus Bowl. That was interesting, though, how you said that this this game could kind of reflect Harbaugh's tenure because – it is kind of true, you know, such, I mean, even, even for most of the seasons, but also his five years, it's just like, it looks so good at the beginning, but then by the end of it, it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, you have each year ended with Ohio state losses, uh, all but one year. Well, yeah. All but one year ends with a uh, bowl game loss. Um, and then, you know, there was hope after the first season. I mean, there's still hope and everything, but things looked really good after the first season, but then basically essentially it like plateaued. And then here it is after five years and you essentially take a step back a little bit because you're nine to four. So, but yeah, I, I mean, we've said it before. If if something doesn't change and we were talking, we were talking so much and I know I know that this happens a lot just in general with any uh, situation scenario, like you'll be working a job and there's like the worst person in the office. And then when they leave or get fired or whatever, you find the new next worst person to, mm-hmm. you know, get get on your nerves and you go home and you complain about all the time. Essentially, that's kind of what happened with Michigan football, where the first season was, uh, was really good. Um, Durkin, Fish, um, all that stuff. And then um, Don Brown came in and the other changes. And, oh, my gosh, what's his name? The guy that nobody really liked who left for USC. Uh, anyways, that guy. Wow. Um that's going to bug me. Uh, the offensive coordinator. Uh, and so everybody focused on him for like two years, two or three years. I'm being like, this is the problem. This is where the problem is. This needs to change. Ah. Uh, and then <laughs> finally he left. And then now it's just like, oh, wow, we've been so focused on how poor the offense is doing that we haven't recognized the past two years that the defense, while great 90% of the time, can't do the work that you need to against the top talent. Yeah. And so now it's just like you recognize something else needs to change. And honestly, like could Don Brown still be the answer? Sure. But it's just like the system is not the answer. I mean, like Mm -hmm. when you play Ohio States and Alabama's and Florida's and Wisconsin's and Penn States, you can't do the same gimmick that you've been doing because you get burned and it shows. So, uh, so if there are adjustments made, I mean, he's made adjustments for different games, but like, no, 
it, it hasn't cut it. So I, I don't know. I'm not in there. I'm not like telling him how, how to do his job and what he exactly needs to do. But I mean, you can watch the game and notice that it's not working. So, uh, I don't honestly, I don't care who it is as long as the adjustments and the proper, like a solution is found. And I know I'm like one of those people that gets on social media right now that just like yells and screams and wants to be heard, but doesn't offer a solution. (laughs) I don't, I don't know enough to offer a solution. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm just telling you that something does need to change. And if it doesn't change, then nobody can complain. Right. Next year, when Michigan finishes with nine or 10 wins, because nothing has changed, you can't complain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, a little bit more about the game. Uh, rough day for Shea Patterson. Uh, rough start. Decent um, second uh, end of the first quarter and second quarter. Uh, second half, ugly. Uh, surprised by the running game. Definitely surprised by Michigan's running game. Um I mean, didn't have anyone break 100 yards, but uh, Charbonnet had 84 yards. Haskins had 61. I mean, they were pretty crucial on some of those amazing drives that ended in field goals. Um, uh, For Alabama, Najee Harris just did whatever he wanted to. He had 136 yards. The next running back had 16 yards. So, fun stuff. Um, And I already mentioned uh, Jerry Judy had 204 yards on just six receptions, so he averaged 34 yards of reception. That got a big boost on that first offensive possession by Alabama, where it was like, what, one play for like 80 yards or something? Yeah. So, yeah. oh, 85, 85, sorry. Um, yeah, and I'll go back to it again. I was just surprised that um, – because I, I said in the episode beforehand that I thought – Michigan was going to be held back by the lack of production on defense when it was actually the offense that couldn't do anything. So, um, yeah. How many times did Shea Patterson overthrow somebody in that game? Oh man. So many times. It had to be like 10, 15 times. What it reminded, it made me think of spate. Yeah. I was just like, are we like, is this spate reincarnated? Like, what is this? So, (laughs) It was it was a bummer. It was unfortunate. So, I mean, everybody, and actually, that gets me on something else here. Again, going on a tangent. Everybody's saying how Michigan is one quarterback away from you know making a difference or taking the next. If you want to say that that's taking the next step, okay, I will I will understand that statement that Michigan is one good one great quarterback away from taking the next step. Okay, acceptable. If you are saying that Michigan is one great quarterback away from, you know winning games or, you know, beating Ohio State or what whatever you want to say, no. No. It, having a great quarterback, yes, is going to fix some things and maybe be able to take them to another spot from instead of winning nine to ten games for the whole season, maybe ten to eleven. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But it probably won't get you the Big Ten title game, and it's not going to get you in the playoff. So... Yeah, it's 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 not that simple. There are questions marked next year for the offensive line, the running back and wide receivers still looking good. Look good. The quarterback looks good because I mean it's either Milton or um, McCaffrey. Yeah, so I mean th- that looks good. Question around the offensive line, and that's a big part. 
we were talking about in this game, how it was going to be decided in the trenches, who's going to win. And honestly, the offensive line did pretty good. Like, that's the thing is the the running backs did good. And Shea had enough protection most of the time, a good majority of the time, to be able to get passes off. But then he just fell short. Now, that is where you can interject and say that they could have taken a step forward if they had a, a better quarterback. Yes, they could have. So why didn't they put Milton or McCaffrey in there? That is another thing. I have <laughs> no like at what point like that there was the last drive that they had and mm-hmm. I even tweeted out and I was just like Michigan is too far behind right now uh cuz what was it they were down by oh hold on, 12 points I think. Yeah. They were down by 12 points and it's just like if Michigan is going to have any hope of coming back you cannot you have to be able to connect on the deep throws. Patterson hadn't done it all day. And it's just like, you got to put somebody else in there. Like you can, you cannot expect to put the same person in the same situation that has happened all day and be like, maybe this is the time. Maybe this is the time. There was, <laughs> there was no evidence, no evidence that that was going to yeah. change. So it was, it was unfortunate. I was just like, I don't. And that's the thing that we go back to with Harbaugh and the way things are at Michigan, where it's just like, they hold themselves back to a certain degree. Like uh, part of it, uh, I've heard, you know, um, they don't partridge. Well, no, that wasn't it. No, dang it. I thought I had the guy's name. Um, but the other guy too, crap. Why can't, I can't think of anybody's name today. Um, I've heard that Harbaugh, the staff for Michigan, I don't know, whatever it is, is, has, they've operated very sensitive to, uh, to people like they like treating people right. They don't let anybody go during the season. They don't like, usually most of the time people find other jobs and they leave. They don't really get let go, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just like, sometimes you gotta be real about it. Like you're, you're not gonna. Uh, this is a competitive thing, and it's just like if somebody's not wor- working out of that, whether it's a coach or a player, it's just like you gotta get real. Like the favorite to w- whether you want to call it the favoritism or giving things to upperclassmen instead of underclassmen, giving it to the best athlete. I don't know. Like there have been so many signs that it's just weird, and they there's some there's something going on. So that too. So you can say, oh, quarterback, quarterback. Okay, fine, and but there's still all this other mess of junk going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if it comes out that Milton or McCaffrey were like, I don't know, um, I can't think of a clever name like Tom Brady on the field, then it's just like, why didn't this? Why why didn't you put him in last year? Yeah, exactly. Like, so I mean, that's that's the same thing. Like people are talking about Daxon Hill. Uh, finally, there's like a, a, a underclassman running back, but it's just because you have to, <laughs> and all this other stuff. And so it's just like, what? The, you can't, you can't do that. Like other schools don't do that. They focus on it's just like you win the job, you get the job. Mm-hmm. You do the best, you get, you, you get it. But that apparently does not at all look like how it ha- happens at Michigan. So there are all these things. That I guess this goes all the way back to the beginning, where it's just like. If people want to accept it, fine. That's on them. Whatever. I mean, I mean, we have no impact on this. We're talking. I mean, I don't, I don't care if they listen to this or not. It's not really my intention if anybody at Michigan listens to this. But it's just like, it. it this is it. This is the state of it. 
People love talking about like Big Ten titles and national championships and stuff like that. But it's just like, what? How can people, after five years, think any differently? I don't know. Convince me. I'm like that. I'm like that guy sitting there at the table. I'm being like, convince me otherwise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, still, I hear you. I still love Michigan football. I I like Harbaugh. I I don't agree with everything that he does. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, this this is what sports is. You know, you get passionate about it, you talk about it. I mean, we're not here presenting solutions, even though there are some people who do that, uh, who don't know any better. Some people who do know better, but <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, this is I, I can totally understand people having their hopes for this game. Like I I had hope at halftime. Like I will totally admit I had a little bit of hope at halftime. I was just like, okay, they actually have the lead at halftime. You know, ah, I'm surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised at this point. I'm impressed. Who knows what's gonna happen in the second half? And then I left mm-hmm. it at that. Like when they started losing, like, okay, Alabama scored once. Okay, Alabama scored twice. I was like, okay, it happened. What we anticipated, for the most part, happened. Because they yeah. ended with 35-16, to 16, and my final score prediction was... Oh, it was 38. 35. I had 38-20. to 20. Oh. I swear to God, I thought it was 35-17. 30, that's what I thought, too. Uh, huh. No, I, I lied. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like... Uh... Because I watched the game with my wife, and at halftime, I, I said to her, I'm like, eh, they're not getting beat as bad as, like, you know, they're doing better than I thought they were going to, but I still feel like Alabama's going to come out and just light it up in the second half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the game, I was like, well, I guess they didn't get beat as bad as I thought they were going to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you, if you guys want to find the the highlights of this game, there are a couple things. One, I mean, was the uh, imp- uh, surprising productivity of the running game uh, mm-hmm. against you know the strong front of uh, Alabama. Also, I mean, <laughs> take it for what's worth. Worth M- Michigan hell um, had Alabama have its smallest margin of victory of the season out of all the games that Alabama won. Michigan kept them to their fewest amount um, a point uh, of point difference if that yeah. makes sense. So all the other games that Alabama won, they won by more than 19 points. Let's put it that way. So, but I mean, take it for it's, for what it's worth because Alabama played Duke, New Mexico State, South Carolina, Southern Missouri. So uh, Central Louisiana State University. <laughs> Ole Miss, uh, Texas A&M, Tennessee, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and what? I don't even know what this is. Tennessee Clown College. Something like that. School for the Blind. <laughs> <laughs> so so take it for what it's worth. Um, but, I mean, again, like I said, honestly, take, uh, if there was that late touchdown that didn't happen, I mean, but obviously did. Uh, it was almost like only one, uh, only allowing one touchdown per quarter, 
which I don't even think any other team came close to that. So 35. Yeah, Michigan kept them to their lowest point um, point total of the season outside of uh, Tennessee also kept them to 35 points. Um, but yeah, then the next uh, next one was 38. But after that, they scored over 40 or over 50 or even over 60 points in games. So, but. Well, you got to make sure to note too that Alabama was using a backup quarterback. Yeah, which he was good. Uh, he but he's played... not Tua. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Well, if uh, but to be fair too, a little bit, if they had Tua, they would probably not have been in this game. Yeah, that's true. So, and of course, I'm saying this. I'm just like putting perspective stuff in there, and I'm not saying like I'm trying to like make you feel better or make this scenario seem better. But it's just like if you want to dig for some highlight stuff, that's that's where you'll find it. Honestly, I think uh, there there wasn't anything really great to take away from the game. Yeah, the first half was the first half, and it looked nice. But then after that, it was just kind of like. Nothing. Again, again, another time, and it happens a lot with losses for Michigan, where halftime adjustments and planning just do not happen. Nope. Now, that's not the case with the Penn State game, because the Penn State game was a well-done job. If they just hadn't been so far behind, they could have won that game. If Ronnie Bell would have caught that touchdown. Oh, you're so evil. <laughs> just saying. I know. I was thinking that while I was saying that. So, uh, but yeah, so that's where Michigan finishes. Michigan finishes with uh, nine and four final record. Teams in the Big Ten that finished with a higher record were uh, thirteen and one Ohio State, eleven and two Penn State, eleven and two Minnesota, ten and four Wisconsin, and even ten and three Iowa. So there were five teams that had better overall records. But and then four of them had better Big Ten records than Michigan. So again, like it's just like I don't see how you say that Michigan is a step away or one piece away from you know being a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Um, I mean, I guess if they're in the Big Ten West, they might have more wins. Yeah, because the West sucks. But yeah, the who West. Knows? Does. I don't know. I don't even know how Michigan would have stacked up against Minnesota this year. Yeah, that would have kind of been interesting. And and I, I will openly, honestly say, Michigan could have lost that game. I mean, there'll be yeah. some people who freak out and be like, "No way, man!" It's just like, no, dude. <laughs> It could have happened. Yes so, way. Yeah, they had... Didn't they have a more impressive game against Wisconsin than Michigan did? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I think so. And they won their bowl game. Yeah, who did they play? I don't remember. Auburn? Well, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was Auburn. Auburn who beat Alabama. Yep. And so it stands true. As I have said, as I said, as I said, Alabama did not lose two games in a row and they did not lose three games in a season. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? The last time Alabama lost two games in a row 
was 2013, and the last time they had three losses in a season was 2010. And that still is true to this day. That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, fun fact about that, too. Talking about the uh, NFL earlier and now talking about Alabama. This is going to be the first year. Oh, man, what? when was it? Was it like 2013 or something? Maybe 14? It's the first year that neither Alabama or the Patriots have won a championship. Yeah, because they were like trading every other year for a while. Yeah, shoot. I saw that. I thought I took a screenshot of it, but I don't think I did. I thought that was pretty crazy. Man. Totally okay with the Alabama thing. It was a little bit too bad about the uh, Patriots thing. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. Yeah, They have enough. (laughs) Give somebody else a chance. Yeah, it's not the worst. Oh, there, that's it. Oh, highlight, though. Here, Here's a highlight for you. Oh, wait, no, there it is. I did screenshot it. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time since 2013, neither Alabama or New England won a football title. There you go. Wow. And then uh, good news, I guess. Well, do you have anything else about the Michigan-Alabama game? No. I mean, we pretty much covered all of it. <clears throat> Um, good news though is um, that Nico Collins officially announced that he is returning for his senior season. So, yay! <laughs> Rock. I, I'm happy because, um, and and no offense to anybody else and everything. So Tariq Black is transferring. Donovan Peoples Jones announced for the NFL. Nico Collins said that he is going to, to stay for a senior season. If if that had to happen, if two receivers were leaving and one was staying, that is what the how I would have wanted it to happen. Yeah. No offense to Peoples Jones, because he's really good too. But my preference has always been to Nico. And if they would just freaking utilize the things, the tools, and the players they have, <gasps> maybe it'd be a little bit different. Maybe. Maybe they'll have a quarterback that can throw a deep ball. Well, maybe they'll even have one. Like, I, it still like blows my mind. And I didn't look at this. And I kind of feel like maybe I shouldn't. But it's just like, uh, don't get me wrong. Ronnie Bell is good, too. And I'm glad that he's coming back. But it's just like, how many more targets did Ronnie Bell have instead of Nico Collins? Now, I know you're going to have usually better defenders on Nico. But Nico is very capable. And he proved that to you. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Why? Well, it helps, too, that Bell plays in the slot quite a bit. He's kind of the dump-off guy. Yeah. And, like, we know that Patterson just likes to stare down receivers and he can't throw deep, so... Yeah. He's going to throw the little crossing patterns. Dang it. Yeah, that is true. Because Nico is uh, more of a a deeper receiver and... um... As you were saying, Ronnie Bell is the slot and closer. and Yeah, because, you know, a lot of times in the three wide, uh, you'd have Bell in the slot and you have Peoples-Jones on the outside, Collins on the other outside. Yeah. Man, I don't, right here, I don't see anything about how many targets and things that they had. 
I was really kind of interested to see that because I know that his numbers would be freaking off the chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, let me see. Uh, stats does not say how many targets that. Why don't they do that in college? They don't do that. I wouldn't be surprised if it was twice as many. Yeah. That disappoints me that they don't have that. They have that for the NFL. Curse you. They're cheating me out of something that I wanted. I'm sure it's somewhere, but anyways. So there's news on that. Uh, Spinellis is entering the transfer portal. Um... Other things are happening, and I totally did not prepare for this. So go ahead and hate me. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, Nico Collins is back, and that's one of the biggest things for me. Yay. I'm happy. I don't care if you're not happy. Screw you. <laughs> no, I'm happy he's back. Well, I said before, too, I felt like he could have used another year in college mm-hmm. um, where I feel like people's Jones is more of the NFL ready receiver just because of his skill set. Um, I mean, he's got good size. Obviously he's not as big as Collins. Um, not as good as in the 50, 50 balls, but I feel like people's Jones is more agile and he's faster and he runs better routes. Plus he has the added ability of punt return. Yeah. So I feel like he just offers more right now the NFL draft that Collins does. Yeah. I can see that. So. All right. Well, anything else? Is that it? I think that's pretty much it. I mean, there isn't really anything else going on. Okay. Um, yeah. So we have, uh, is this, is this the end? Are we done with like the sports? thing i mean technically all the seasons are done do we have any more because i'm pretty sure you can't even if we continue it out a little ways you can't make it back you're dead (laughs) yeah i think that's pretty much it um other than the only really only other sports things we have coming up is uh you know like the super bowl Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL Combine, the NFL Draft. Um, you know, maybe we could, after a couple of weeks, maybe we could talk about the XFL a little bit. Oh, yeah. Just like initial thoughts on it, because that starts right after the Super Bowl. And that's on ABC and ESPN for the most part, I think. Yes. And um, the Michigan recruiting class, when that's done, the Michigan spring game, those are things happening during the off season. We're bringing this up because this is going to next week. We're probably not going to do a sports episode. It will be the first week since the beginning of September, 2015, that there will not be a blue brothers sportscast sports episode. So, it's is the end of a streak, the end of an era. <laughs> not to say that it's not going to happen. Like there will be sports episodes moving forward, but we've just kind of decided that uh, you know, I mean, we're making this podcast our own and everything. I know Craig and I did uh, stuff before our own way and everything, but um, yeah, there's not as much sports to talk about during the off season. It was a bit of a stretch to always have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so we've made that decision at least. There are a couple other decisions that we have to make too on if we're going to keep the Blue Brothers sportscast uh, its own entity and separate the entertainment episodes we do, what we currently call the Blue Brother or BB2, Blue Brothers 2. Uh, this time it's personal episodes and make that its own entity, keep the name, change the name, what. But that will be happening or that will be being discussed here in the next, I don't know, month or two or something. So, yeah. Yep. But we're still here. It's still happening. Yes. I think that's it. I feel weird because I feel like I'm missing something. Uh, the, I don't know. I don't have the final standings for our predictions because uh, I forgot to do it before we started recording. But I will have that. Um, but yeah, I do know that I won because you were losing by five. And I think I did better than you this week. So, Yeah, I think so. So we'll have to figure out exactly what we're going to do with that. But anyways, yeah, it's kind of weird because it's like, (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen next. So we'll have uh, more uh, sports episodes coming up sporadically. Keep a lookout for them. Like we said, around those key, key things, we'll still keep posting them to the Facebook group. They'll be tweeted out and everything like that. So you will see them. They will be easy to find. And if you come back to this page, you'll see them um, whenever they pop up on our anchor um, page and then also where it automatically feeds into. So, Yeah. All right, man. You good? Yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, I think we, we plan on doing one of our entertainment episodes next week. So, you know, we're not completely going away. Just going to be a while probably until we have any sports ones. Yeah, we're still going to keep up with the, with the, I guess we'll say, guarantee of an episode per week. But it just will not be one sport, at least one sports episode per week. It'll be uh, one or the other, whatever. So there will be a episode released by us every single week still. Yes, sir. So be on the lookout. And so, yeah, we thank you guys for tuning in. Um, sometime we'll probably do like a year in review and an early preview for next season or something during mm-hmm. the off season. That'll be an easy thing to pick up. But uh, yeah, end of the 2019 season officially for both the Lions and Michigan. That's it. That's all she wrote. Uh, Michigan finished nine and four. The Lions were three. What three eleven and one? Right? No, who even cares? <laughs> I don't know. They got a decent wah, draft wah. pick. Yeah, but let's just hope that that they don't screw that up. So here, here's a here's a quick question though. Would mm-hmm. you rather have Patricia and Quinn botch next year and know that they're gone? Or would you rather they do a good job with the draft and the Lions actually, you know, make a wild card or something? Well, I I think I'd rather have them make a wild card. Okay. I just wasn't sure. That thought popped in my head, and I feel like that's a decent question to ask people at some point um, on our, our social medias and everything, on just saying, like, would you rather have 
next season go badly and guarantee that Patricia and Quinn are gone, or would you rather have a the draft go well and the Lions make the wild card? Like that's the only guarantee. Like maybe they'll win a playoff game, but they at least qualify for the playoff wild card. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I guess I'm really not in that that boat of let's get rid of Patricia ASAP. Uh, you know, I've been saying it for a while. I think for this, and I think in the NFL, you need to at least give a coach three years. Mm-hmm. Um, if he doesn't show improvement in the third year and it's looking as bad or worse, then you move on. You could even move on like partway through the season. But I don't think, you know, with a complete change in like scheme and environment and all that kind of stuff that's going on with Patricia and Quinn. I I don't think you can do that in two years. Yeah. Well, here's the tricky thing is if the Lions make the playoffs or the wild card or whatever, you know that then they are going to keep them. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they make a wild card, it means they improved. Yeah. So then I'm good with it. Okay. All right. I didn't know if that would be enough good for it, but okay. Interesting. Yeah. We might talk about that more at some point, but I wanted to get that question in there before we finished. So, all right, good stuff. You good, man? Yeah, I'm good. All right, we good. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, For all of you who just listen to the sports stuff, we'll catch you the next time that we're on. Uh, If you guys do check out our other stuff, which we appreciate if you do, that will be, uh, we'll have another one up next week about something, whatever. You'll see it. (laughs) (laughs) It's late. It's time to turn off the record button. But we hope you guys have a good week. We hope things are going well for you. We hope you guys are staying warm because it's freezing out there if you're in the state of Michigan. And until next time, we'll finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue.